The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Today we have a great guest. We're talking about the subject of care, uh, caregiving, and care in general. And we're talking to a radio show personality, and her name is Cindy Laverty. And Cindy has her own radio show in the Santa Barbara area. Following years of caring for her dying former father-in-law when his own children weren't able, while simultaneously raising her own child, Cindy Laverty discovered her true calling with the field of compassionate home care, and she founded the Care Company, a Southern California-based caregiver support agency. And she has her own radio show on KZSBAM, 1290 in Santa Barbara, where she provides today's caregivers advice, fellowship, comfort, education, respite, and more on a variety of issues. Welcome to Caregiving. Well, welcome, Cindy. Well, thank you, Patricia. Thanks for having me. Yes. And you are an author, a motivational speaker, a radio host, and a professional caregiver. And your brand-new book is called Caregiving Elder Care Made Clear and Simple. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right. Um, What prompted you to write the book? Well, you know, that's a great question because, uh, as everybody knows, there are just a ton of books on caregiving out there. And um, I had started writing the book a long time ago when I was actually going through this journey with my ex-father-in-law. And sort of put it on on a shelf and, you know, didn't really do a lot with it at the time. And and then I had a meeting with a woman one day, and she said, you know, you need to write a book. And I said, well, you know, really, with all due respect, do you know how many books are out there on caregiving? She said, yeah, well, you didn't write it. It's not your story. And I got to thinking about that when I was driving home, and I thought, you know what, she's right. And so I wanted to... I wanted to write a book that really sort of captured my personal story, but also shared the information that I learned along the way, not just about caring for an elderly loved one, but also how to care for oneself during the process mm-hmm. and create a system of you know, caregiving forms that everybody needs at one time or the other to help keep you organized. So the book is that, and it's, it's really written in a very simple, succinct way because the last thing people have time to do when they're caregivers is to read a book. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just wanted to make it really a roadmap for baby boomers who are probably going to be entering into this time in their lives. Mm-hmm. So that's you, why I wrote it. What do you find is the greatest challenge? Is it being a caregiver to someone with 
dementia or is it being a caregiver to someone uh, who's just a difficult person? Uh, is it finding time for yourself? Is it guilt? I mean, what, what are you hearing most, Cindy? It's all of those things. I think the biggest challenge for people who are in this position is learning how to balance their life. You know, if you're dealing with somebody who has dementia, you learn how to do that. If you're dealing with someone who has a terminal illness, you learn how to do that. But what happens to so many caregivers is that they just lose themselves. So I think that's the biggest challenge. How do they manage their lives? How do they take care of themselves? Guilt is a huge part of this um, because... I, you know, I'm not really sure why, but, I mean, we all feel it. And it's, it's whether or not it's your parent looking at you with, you know, longing eyes or whether it's that we've forgotten how to set boundaries for ourselves and, you know, know that everything does not have to be a crisis because everything doesn't. So mm-hmm. what I hear across the board from families that I work with is that they're frustrated, they feel isolated, they don't have time, and it's really because they've forgotten that at the top of this pyramid, with all the things you have to do, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we forget that a lot. And so yeah. much, uh, especially when guilt comes in, you know, with, gee, I have to help and I have to do this first. And what if they're not there anymore? And so there's, there's a lot of that that plays into this, too. How do you advise people? Well, I think the first thing is that people have to realize is that so much about going into the caregiving field or entering into caregiving for a loved one is that you do have a choice. You don't have to be a caregiver. So when I speak to groups of people, they look at me like wide-eyed, like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And yet the truth is you don't have to do it. So it's about your attitude. If you have an attitude of willingness, I'm willing to do this, this will be my joy at the end of the day. Um, I think you handle it better than the person who feels like it's their big obligation and they don't want to go down the path. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first thing I tell people. And then, and then they say to you, but what do you mean I don't have to be a caregiver? I'm the only one that can do this. Well, I'm you sure might you hear only, that all the time. You might be the only one who can do this, but... There are ways to set up your world so that you don't get lost in the process. And the first thing you have to do is, I'm a big believer in journaling. So I think you have to sit and journal or write on your computer or just spend some time alone with your thought processes and think about what is it that I can do, what is it that I can't do, and be clear about what you can't do. I mean... If you're raising children and you have parents who need you, you have to be able to find the balance, which means many of us have to step outside of our comfortable life box, so to speak, and ask for help. So I'm all about people setting up a support system for themselves where you might go to other family members, other friends, um, friends of your parents or your loved one or your spouse or whoever that is uh, in your religious community. There are volunteer organizations in everybody's hometown. There are volunteer organizations with people who are looking to help. Things might not get done the way you want them to get done, but you also will have a life. Mm-hmm. 
Right. So, so what you're saying is there's a lot more support out there, and many times we don't look for it or we don't think we're supposed to look for it. Right, so or we're we afraid to ask burden. for it. Yeah, we because what would my loved one think if I brought somebody else in here to right. do this while I attended my son's Little League game? Well, but what would your son think if you're never there? Right, exactly. Talk about your book, um, Care, Caregiving, Elder Care Made Clear and Simple, how it's laid out and what, what are the types of steps that are in the book. Well, the book is laid out in three sections, so you can actually pick it up and scroll through it and go, oh, I think I need to know about, you know, uh, how do I secure personal information for my loved one? I hadn't really thought about that. Or do I need a power of attorney? Um, how do I protect myself? How do I protect, you know, somebody else? Most, most people in America do not have, if, if, especially those that are in a caregiving situation, do not have a power of attorney for durable assets, say, which means that if something happens, everything stops. No, but you, you can't do anything, so everything stops. You need to have a medical directive. Um, I talked to you about that. I think the first thing people have to do is to have the conversation with your parents about what is it that they want when they get to a point where they need care. I mean, most of us don't have that conversation because it's too hard. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to go down that road. We're a society that likes to just go, ugh, caregiving, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. So they never have the conversation, so they don't know. So the first section of the book is all about those kinds of things in a really simple way. How do you how do you talk to your parent about not driving any longer when things become really scary? Um, that's a subject that people are really good at avoiding, and yet things happen all the time. Um, I talk in the book about the importance of touch. How does touch help you break through barriers that might exist between you and your parent? So the first section is all about caring for the loved one. And the second section is all about self-care, that yes, you matter in this process. So I teach people here, I hope, I think, um, you know, that how to avoid burnout, caregiver burnout. Um, You know, you need to sleep. Most people don't sleep. Uh, What are you doing about your health? What are you doing about your wellness? What are the things that you absolutely must have in your life to make you a healthy, whole person? You know, years ago I attended a um, Tony Robbins uh, Mm -hmm. four-day event, Unleash the Power Within. What a powerful Mm -hmm. weekend that was. And the one thing that I remember that I took away from this, along with a lot of other things, that he said was, when your shoulds become a must, that's when change happens. So I believe very strongly that you can't just say, you know, I should do that. No, I must go hiking or I must take a walk or, you know, it can't just be, I really should eat better, but I'm, but I'm just too busy to do that. Well, your health matters. And then the third section is uh, a whole series of forms that I found that I needed, but I didn't know where to find them. Um, when I was going through this process, household forms, um, food preferences, what will somebody never eat, what does somebody like to eat, prescription medications, you have to keep track of all of that. Uh, is somebody taking vitamins and supplements that don't necessarily interface well with the prescription medications? So Changes it's, it's, in behavior. And it comes with a CD, 
uh, in the book so you can put these in your computer and create your own caregiving system. All right. Now, now, now we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are talking to um, our very prolific and articulate and fascinating guest. Her name is Cindy Laberty, and she has her own radio show, The Cindy Laberty Show, on KZSMAM 1290 in Santa Barbara which provides today's caregivers advice, fellowship, comfort, education, and respite on a variety of areas. And she has a brand-new book that has just come out, and her brand-new book is Caregiving Elder Care Made Clear and Simple. And you are listening to Patricia Raskin, uh, Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. This is a specially pre-recorded program for you folks. And stay tuned. We have more. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Michelle Core Six Degrees is your connected consciousness. Six Degrees is what comes around, goes around radio. Committed to delivering a fresh perspective on thought-provoking, investigative information that can change your life. Six Degrees connects you to the social and emotional scene and is your trusted advisor from finance to romance, mainstream to metaphysical. It's a positive, upbeat look at life, love, and the pursuit of passion. Get connected Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a leader who needs to become better and more consistent? Are you someone who's trying to be a leader but can't seem to get to that level despite seemingly doing everything right? Tune in to Leadership Every Day with your host, Marguerite Calloway. Marguerite and her guests will spotlight proven leadership traits, capabilities, and experiences designed to help you become a leader or a better leader. Listen for Leadership Every Day, Tuesdays at 7 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 1600 hours in South Africa, on the Voice America Variety Channel. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, everybody. We are back. You're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And this pre-recorded show is brought to you today. And my guest is Cindy Laverty. Cindy Laverty has her own radio program. And it's a call-in radio show dedicated to the subject of care, how we care for ourselves so we can better care for others. And, again, uh, she has her own radio show in the San Diego area. And she's been through this experience of caring for her dying former father-in-law when his own children were unable while simultaneously raising her own child. And then she realized that her true calling was in the field of compassion home care. She founded the company, The Care Company, a Southern California-based caregiver support agency. 
And Cindy has a brand new book called Caregiving, Elder Care Made Clear and Simple. Welcome back, Cindy. Thank you. Thanks, Patricia. Okay. Um, Let's talk about issues that people come to you with. When When someone comes to you and says, look, I am caring for my spouse, you know, husband or wife, and they're not who they were before. And I feel as though I'm with them, but I'm actually really lonely, you know, whether, and they're burned out, whether that person has a physical or a mental challenge. What do you say to people who just all of a sudden feel that they've lost the relationship because of this illness? Well, they, in a way, I mean, that's just such an important point that you bring up. I think that's one of the hardest challenges for people is that they're trying to hold on to a relationship that they once have and due to circumstances that they have nothing to do with, um, everything has changed. And so I think it's important to hold on to those feelings that you had about the relationship as it was, but to realize that this is not the same person, whether it's physical or mental or emotional. I mean, you know, depression is a big part of this process. And so often in our society, you know, we're told that we're not supposed to embrace the feelings that we have, because if you do that, something is somehow wrong with you. But as a caregiver, especially for a spouse who's, you know, maybe going through dementia or early Alzheimer's or even Alzheimer's, he or she is not the same person, and it's never coming back. Mm -hmm. So I tell people that, you know, it's a beautiful thing that you get to be, that you're in the position of being able to care for a loved one because I really do believe that, you know, at the end of the day, caregiving is, is a gift to all of us. When we give to somebody else, we greatly enhance our own life. That being said, I think it's really important that we learn to honor our feelings. So the morning that you wake up and you feel angry at the world or frustrated or like your life is spinning out of control, you have to sit with that and you have to honor it. Um, I have a woman here in California who I've been helping, and when she gets really frustrated because her husband has early Alzheimer's, 60 years old, She takes a baseball bat and she goes to the Pacific Ocean Mm -hmm. and she beats the ocean with her baseball bat to let her frustrations out. Mm -hmm. And she manages somehow to find um, someone to come in. She has some professional caregivers who come in and she gets together with a girlfriend or she goes to a spa or she takes a walk. Mm -hmm. She gets away and she spends that day honoring her feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. Yes, it is. And a lot of people are afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. They I feel, was. Yeah. yeah I they, was really afraid. I mean, I was with my, you know, like I said, he was my ex-father-in-law. He wasn't even my parents. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I felt like I needed to be there for him 24-7 at his beck and call. You know, sometimes there were urgent things that needed done, but mostly they were things that I could that didn't have to be done at that very minute, and yet I felt guilty because of his condition. But he didn't know that I was feeling guilty. He didn't know that I was having these issues. He didn't care. 
you know, it was about him. So I think we have to realize that when somebody isn't, you know, the same as they were, they don't always care about what your needs are. Your, their needs are more important, they think. Mm. So you have to make that clear if you can. Yeah. Well, you know, so much of this that you're really talking about today is, is the attitude. And it's, it's very tricky. It's very tricky because of these very close relationships that we have, and they change, and these relationships change dramatically. So, again, it's a life change. Yes. How do you help people prepare for the life change? Well, this is pretty much what I speak about when I speak to groups of people, which is, you know, look, this is the um, pink and blue elephant standing in the room that nobody wants to look at or talk about, and yet... 54 million Americans are providing $306 billion a year in free care and services for a loved one. So as a society, we need to wake up and get prepared for this. So I find that the people who, are, who have prepared in advance, who have actually taken the time to, let's go back to having the conversation with your loved one, even if it's your spouse and you're in your 50s. I mean, I had this conversation with my husband the other day. I said, you know, so let's talk about what it is that we want when we get older. Because I have a situation right now where my dad is not doing well and he's in a rehab facility, but he's been there off and on for, you know, the last several months. And and I see this and I go, you know what? I don't know that I want this for myself. So I had to have the conversation with my husband. He was squeamish. He goes, I don't want to talk about this. Well, he had to. And so, you know, we have medical directives in place. We have power of attorney in place. When you're prepared, when you know who your parents' doctors are, let's just talk about parents for a minute. You know who the doctors are. You know what the issues are. You have things already in place. You know what somebody wants as they approach the end of their life so you're not constantly living in crisis. Mm -hmm. So, again, preparation. Yes. Preparation. Yeah, well, I mean, we're a society that prepares for everything. I mean, we plan, you know, we plan where our child is going to go to mommy and me class before it's even born. Mm -hmm. And yet we don't want to think about getting old in our culture, and we're one of the few cultures that does this. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to have the conversation, um, you know, and ask, like, how do you want to spend the end of your life? What do you want? What do you want? I mean, it's not about what I want. It's not about my saying, well, I, I have to do everything I can. Maybe you don't want that. People have a choice. I think when, someone, when you haven't been prepared and you haven't taken the steps that are necessary to put all this in place, um, choice goes out the window because then the choice is in the medical system. Yes. So I have this little drawer yeah. in my office with all my mom's stuff in it. And, uh, you know, I just know that when the time comes, because the time will come, we know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like it when choice goes away. Well, I mean, what you're doing is offering people very practical advice. And also you're offering them hope and, and care. Because, uh, as you said, if, if we don't do some of these things, then we get burned out, and then we're not good to any, for anybody. Right. A, a sick caregiver is no caregiver at all, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I learned that lesson the hard way. You know, I came out of this uh, as a survivor, and, 
it definitely changed my life. Uh, you know, I never, I never thought I was going to be doing what I'm doing today, but I'm not sure that we're always in control of that. I think other factors are at work here. And um, what I realized is that, you know, I could have drowned in this process, and I almost did until a very wise doctor told me one day when I took my former father-in-law to the doctor, he said, I want to see you in my office tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Mm. <laughs> and I and what did he say? Was, I thought something was wrong with Bob, and, and I thought, oh, gosh, what's this about? And I got there and went into his office. He says, okay, you know what? You don't have to kill yourself over this. If you keep this up, he's going to outlive you. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. got a whole host of issues that mm-hmm. you don't have, but he's going to outlive you. Yeah. And so you need to take four days off. You need to take four days off. I don't want you to call the house. I don't want you to go to the house. Now, Bob was very blessed because he had full-time caregivers there, so I could actually do that. Mm. But even still, I mean, and I literally went home and I cried for two days. Mm. And then I sort of started... And you cried because of of guilt? I cried because of the relief of somebody telling me that I didn't have to do everything. It was just a, it was like, oh, okay. A burden taken off of you. Yeah, I can do this. You know, it's almost like I tapped into my soul and I said, all right, you don't have to do all of this. You can do most of it, but you don't have to do all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you say, Cindy, has been the most helpful piece of advice that you've implemented in all of your work as a caregiver, what would you say is the one thing, if, if someone does one thing, what should they do as a caregiver? Be patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be patient. With yourself as well. Yes, with yourself as well. I mean, all, all around, uh, you know, the whole area of caregiving. You need to be patient because... When we start to lose our patience with somebody, especially if it's a parent or a spouse, because those are the easiest people to lose our patience with, um, then we're demanding things of them that they may not be able to do. You know, as a when I once in a while I will work with a family who has a child who's handicapped or ill or infirmed or whatever, and nobody loses patience with that child because it's our child, it's our flesh and blood. We expect our spouse to be, you know, strong. We expect our parents to still care for us. And when you can't do that, when they can't do that, then we tend to lose patience. All right. And on that note, we're going to take a break. My guest is Cindy Laverty, and we're going to talk about the opposite of patience, which is compassion and caring and and being patient uh, in our next segment. My guest is Cindy Laverty. You can log on to CindyLabertyShow.com. She is a compassionate caregiver. She speaks from her own experience. She also has her own radio show called The Cindy Laverty Show, and it's heard on KZSBAM 1290 in Santa Barbara every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. It's dedicated to the subject of care, how we care for ourselves so we can better care for others. And her new book is Caregiving Elder Care Made Clear and Simple. You're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
news, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everybody. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. We're here on voiceamerica.com. We have a specially pre-recorded show for you today. We're talking about caregiving for ourselves and for those around us. It's a very important subject. My guest is Cindy Laberty, who is an author, motivational speaker, radio host, and professional caregiver. Her Cindy Laberty show is heard on KZSBAM 1290 in Santa Barbara every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. It's dedicated to the subject of care how we care for ourselves so we can better care for others. Her brand-new book is Caregiving Elder Care, Made Clear and Simple. And you can get her book on Amazon.com, and you can also log on to her website, which is the which is Cindy Laverty, L-A-V-E-R-T-Y show.com, or thecarecompany.biz. Welcome back, Cindy. Thank you, Patricia. What inspiring story can you share with us about somebody who you might have worked with in caregiving or they read your book and came back to you and said, Cindy, it has made a difference and so have you. What would you say? Oh, gosh. Um, pick one. <laughs> uh, I, um, I got an email from a woman the other day. This is a, a really nice story. She, I had spoken at a conference in Santa Barbara last year and she sort of followed me on Facebook, and when the book came out, she ordered the book. And she is 83 years old, 
and she is caring for her mother, who is 102. Mm-hmm. God bless her and I her know. mother. I know. My father's 94, oh. and that's a feat. Yes, it is. It is. Wow. Yeah, her mother's 102, and she's mm. 80, 83 or 84. Mm. But still, I mean, she needs care, and uh, she needs care, and her mother needs care, and they don't have a lot of money. And she sent me an email after she read the book, and she mm-hmm. said, I think I had all of the things in place that you told me I needed to have in place, but what I didn't have in place was myself. Mm-hmm. And she said, when I read your mm-hmm. book, I realized that it was okay for me to ask other people to come mm-hmm. in and be with mom mm-hmm. so I could go out and have a bite to eat with a friend. And she's 82. And she's 82. Oh, yeah. And uh, she actually lives in Cambria, California, and um, which is a lovely little town right on the coast by the Hearst Castle. And so she said, some days I'll take my dog for a walk. Some days I'll just go sit at the beach by myself. But most times I've decided to be with my friends and to talk about what's making me sad. Mm. And so for me, that was just, um, that was just a blessing. So I guess that would be one of the most inspiring stories. Mm, that really is. I, um, when I was doing television, I interviewed a man who was 102, and he played golf. <laughs> he learned at 90 how to play golf. His name was Harley. I'll never forget him. And uh, his daughter was uh, 76, and we got them on video, him playing golf. I think his golf game was 100. <laughs> he was the most beloved, beloved man. He really was. Harley well, you Potter. know, the thing is... And is he that... died at 106. Wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm, it really is. But, you know, the thing is, is that, and I think this is such an important point, because, you know, we, if, if you have your presence about you, and if you have, you know, if your body's in pretty good health, then there's no reason to sit in a chair and do nothing. That's right. And... I think as caregivers, when we come in there, we, you know, for me, I was going to, like, ride in on the white horse and save the day, and I realized I couldn't fix anything that was wrong here. I mean, I could fix the leaky plumbing, or I could, you know, get that done, but I couldn't fix what was physically wrong. So, you know, I pushed Bob to do as much as he could physically do because, you know, the way that I got into this was uh, at 83 years old, he had open-heart surgery, and um, when I, he asked me if I would pay his bills and check on his wife when he had this procedure, and I said, open-heart surgery, are you serious, like we're not talking bypass? Nope, open-heart, and I said to him, why are you doing this? And he called my daughter the butterfly, and he said, because I want to see the butterfly graduate from college, and I can't do it if I don't have this operation. Well, so there I was, you know, what could I say? I said, yes. I didn't think I was going to end up doing this, but guess what? In spite of all of the problems that he had and a stroke after he had his open heart surgery, which is not uncommon, um, he saw her graduate from college in Virginia. Mm. And uh, 
so, but we pushed him and we gave him independent things to do, you know, while catering to him. But he had to go walk and he had to be, have his physical therapist come and he protested, but, but he had some independence and that was really important in keeping him going. Mm-hmm. Caregiving doesn't mean that you come in and take over someone's life. It just means you manage the life and yourself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So again, but, Don't you think a key here, Cindy, is when you're with the person that you're really there, so it's it's the connection. It's not just, gee, I'm going to take care of you, because you may be a burned-out caregiver, and although you're taking care of that person, you're resentful. So it's, it's replenishing yourself enough so that when you go in, you're really there and you're present and you're, and you're there for the person. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, 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 you have to be present. I mean, there's nothing worse than showing up someplace when you don't want to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you have to be present. If you're having a day when you can't be present, again, I go back to preparation. Have people in place who can fill in for you. Mm-hmm. And if you can't go and chat or talk, just go and hold someone's hand and watch a movie together, you know, if that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. I don't think people should ever underestimate the importance of being an advocate, uh, a support system, a sounding board. And you can do that if you have your own personal power in place. You know, so many caregivers are looking for the person for whom they're caring to give them the reinforcement and appreciation that they want. Mm-hmm. They can't do this. Right. They can't do this. So you've got to get that, Elsewhere. you've got to find that strength internally, and you've right. got to find that strength from people who you trust. Not, and not every one of your friends is going to be able to be a support system for you. Mm-hmm. Pick those people carefully. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, share. Share in the caregiving with your brothers, your sisters, whoever you can. Share in that because uh, that's going to make a big difference for you. Yes. And, and it, this is a problem in families because not all families are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it, this, is like, this is like entering into a small business, or for some families it's a big business. Um, you know, and you wouldn't start the business without a plan in place, and you wouldn't start a business with employees who don't want to be there. So I think it's okay to say to your brother and sister, look, you might not be able to be present here, but you're going to have to provide me with a day off If that means you have to give money to do that, that's what you have to do. It's a negotiation, and everybody needs to participate in it. Mm -hmm. And don't get your parent or your loved one involved in, you know, your own internal fighting, because that's not going to do any good. It's a delicate dance. Yeah, it is, and it's a a tough subject, and it's all about relationships, and Mm -hmm. often relationships with those who are closest to us. Yes. Um, What are your closing thoughts, Cindy? What would you like to leave our listeners with? I guess the the most important thing I can say is that, you know, there are gifts that are handed to us, and I really believe that when somebody is laid to rest and you have given of yourself in a kind and gentle and meaningful way while keeping your own integrity intact, mm. then your life is going to be changed 
infinitely more than someone else who has never had this blessing. And, you know, you say in your book that we're all caregivers for each other. It's we not are. Us, so it's, it's really being mindful of that. You know, and as we get older, I mean, our neighbors, um, I, I interviewed a woman um, who wrote a book called Consequential Strangers, Melinda Blau, and it's all about those strangers in our life that make such a difference. Mm. It could be a one-time person, it could be just an acquaintance, but they can make a huge difference when we're yeah. there for them. Interesting. It's like a fascinating book. Yes, it really is. Just these serendipity things that, you know, could save a life or could make your day just from somebody you may not see again or you see once in a while. Right. Wow, whatever they did really made a difference. So we need to be mindful, as you said, of that so we can all take care of each other. That's right. So, you know, blasting your horn on the freeway at somebody isn't necessarily a good thing to do. Right. (laughs) Tell us how we can get your book and, and more about your talks. Well, my book is available, uh, as you said, on Amazon.com. It's probably easiest to just type in my name in the book section, Cindy Laverty, L-A-V-E-R-T-Y, or Mm -hmm. it's available on both of my websites at CindyLavertyShow.com or TheCareCompany.biz. I I also do coaching for people across the United States. So if somebody Mm -hmm. is listening to this show and they need some help with caregiving issues and they just want to talk to me directly, uh, you can just email me at cindy at cindylavertyshow.com and uh, I will res- I respond to all emails, although people say I shouldn't do that, but I do. <laughs> That's wonderful. And if people can um, listen. It's streamed live. It streams live, yes. So you, you would go to uh, www.newsnewspress.com and click the AM 1290 link and the list of when the show is on will come up depending upon where you are in the United States. And all the shows are also archived on my website, so it's pretty easy to listen. You can listen with commercials or without commercials. All right. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Well, thank you. Stay on the line. My guest has been Cindy Laverty. Her book is Caregiving Elder Care Made Clear and Simple, and you can hear her at cindylabertyshow.com. And she's on KZSBAM 1290 in Santa Barbara. And you can also log on to thecarecompany.biz. Remember, folks, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. I know you can make your dreams come true. Write to me, Patricia, patriciaraskin.com. would love to hear from you and send you my newsletter. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.